0: You're listening to Stuff Weekly, episode 554. Prepare to feel loved, fucko! Everybody and welcome to Stuff Weekly, the show where we take a random theme and give it a shot every week. I am Cody Coleman. I am the head administrator of the Edoc NameLock Interactive Network, and I am here to tell you that you can find all the past episodes of this show, including uh, the show notes with all the links to all the things we talk about, over at yninteractive.com. And you can subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. If you don't, if you don't uh, see us where wherever you get your podcast, you let me know. You you tell me. You say hey. Hey, Mr. Cody, hey, I need it. I need it on uh, the Pod Destroyer right now, and I'll be like, all right, I'll find it. But, uh, yeah, so please uh, subscribe and review. It's uh, it's a good time. It makes us very happy. Um, so, yeah, uh, also with me, I have really uh, just a great lady and, uh, I guess, honey-roasted Miss Nikki Right? Is that? I haven't done Hi. that one. I will
1: get my revenge. (laughs) (laughs) None of you are safe except for Cody because I was first. You had your time,
0: motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. None of you paid my price
1: are safe the guilty pay the price and the price <laughs> is i'm gonna say real nice things about you ah Wednesday.
0: shit ah. <laughs> <laughs> what a threat
1: and you'll just have to deal mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh also with us we have uh just uh, another great lady i'm just surrounded by great ladies today and uh this is ms amber the show tune songstress lee
2: welcome. oh i like that yeah i like that I, it is my 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 niche is the is the, I I'm the theater geek.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm.
2: that's me. Spe- spending lots of money to go to a
1: theater based convention.
0: Mm-hmm. Y'all, Listen, y'all
2: I think... can't
1: judge you for your nerd shit because I go to conventions for yeah you, for you MMORPGs, got Yeah, you got so...
0: <laughs> yeah yeah. It's like
2: bring it. Like, c- careful, my nerd is showing. Oh man. <laughs>
0: everyone's nerdy in slightly different ways it's fine uh unfortunately matt is not here uh he is uh dead he um he just hung around uh too many people and uh they coughed on him and uh and he melted so that's just the way it goes um you know
2: aka he's at a con too he
0: is at a con too too. yes Uh, those those of you (laughs) Who uh, know the show? You guys know where he is. It's fine. Um, so he's not here today. Uh, so we're going to be doing an episode without him. But he'll be back next time, I'm sure. Uh, once we, you know, unmelt him. Uh, but yeah. So um, like I said, we take a random theme with every episode of the show nowadays. So we- we've long since put the news to bed, and uh, for at least a year and a half now, we've been doing different things, and. Um, You know, uh, one of the things that we do every now and then is uh, we say really nice things about one another. We're uh, good friends. We've known each other for a really long time. And I was the first one. That uh, got the the treatment, and you know I can't say I deserve that, but uh, it was a very you know what? wonderful I'm not gonna, episode.
1: I'm not going to sit here and listen <laughs> to you say bad things about my good friend Cody. Uh,
0: well, you know uh, he's, he's <laughs> all right. He's he's a great guy. Uh, <laughs> yes. Thank you. And then we said uh, really nice things about Nikki, uh, much to her chagrin. And oh, that was a rough day. <laughs> uh, she she uh, does not like being the center of attention but uh but yeah so um we occasionally will remember that this is a theme that we we do sometimes when other people are not present and uh today matt's not present so we're gonna say some really nice things about matt yeah yeah nikki gets her revenge today
1: i'm so excited <laughs> uh
0: eventually uh prepare
1: to feel loved fucko yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Someone write that down. That might be a good show. Got dial. it. Got it. <laughs> On it.
2: I was already typing. Yeah.
0: All right, fucko. Yeah. We're. Uh, I, I think where we need to start is just something that uh, really, if you speak to Matt for more than uh, a minute... Like everyone will know this about this guy immediately. It's the 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 one of the first most standout uh, elements of this guy's personality. Uh, and he has a very big personality, um, and that's—he uh, is the one of the funniest human beings I've. In fact, he is the funniest human being I know. Without but he question, is,
1: yeah. He
0: is a hilarious individual, and it comes one hundred percent natural to this guy.
1: Yeah, that's what's he's so, so weird, so weird is it's effortless, just it's like
0: very, very effortless.
1: It's wild, just like you. He will play off of literally anything he will take the most dog shit joke or statement and find a way to twist it where everybody's you know not awkward anymore but they're actually laughing and the situation and is
0: absolutely actually
1: a good time like, you know the, the the speed that he can do it like
2: go back and listen to the the last episode we just released because like the speed that he was able to just run off of the things that me and cody said like Mm -hmm. I I just mentioned one thing, and he's gone. He is off on a hilarious romp into icebergs. It was a thing. (laughs) Yeah,
0: he's developed this entire world and and plot and, and hilarious thing within seconds. And uh, it's just, I am in awe of this guy's abilities every single time. And, uh, like, y- he'll say he's not going to be here for an episode of the show. And then inside uh, all of our minds, we're like, oh, fuck. Oh, oh <laughs> fuck. The show is going to be there... considerably less funny now.
2: <laughs> there, are, there have been weeks where we have skipped episodes or changed entire themes because Matt could not be there for that. Right. Because we have, there have been, there have literally been times where we're like, okay, this is the theme, and we prepare for the theme, and then Matt says, like, oh, I'm not feeling well, I can't do the episode. And the three of us sit down and go, okay, we can't do this theme without Matt. Yeah. It's, it <laughs> How is, are we going to get not, an hour
0: without Matt?
2: <laughs> it, it, is, it is not How going to be, be funny. funny. <laughs> like, it will be so much funnier with Matt. We got to figure something else out, and we either scrap it all together or we or we we choose something else Absolutely. that is doesn't doesn't
1: need comedy. Right. At, and and it's not just like with us like you know he we've been dancing around it but he's hosting GDQ this week and mm-hmm. if you go back and you listen to other hosting stints of his you will hear him just like rapidly playing off of the runners the runners yeah um, rapidly play, exactly rapidly playing off of the comments that he reads even when you get him in person um and you know don't mean to like make you jealous listener but like we've all had the pleasure of hanging out with mm-hmm. him in person on multiple occasions mm-hmm. oh, yeah. um you know even like other people are just like how how do we keep up with someone who's just that quick you know um yeah. but he he will just roll with anything we have been at restaurants where someone has like made a joke to a waitress and he just runs with it um you know we've been in stores we've just been <laughs> out and about and anytime someone just like makes a deadpan reference to something or even just comments on something he's, off. he's on he's off
0: like dude i <laughs> i'll never forget i was in uh a uh waffle house uh, really really late at night uh in in orlando with him and our friend josh and he said something that made the wa- the waitress thought he sounded like he was from brooklyn and, <laughs> and he's not as all of you know but he's decided all right, I'm going to go with that. And then he decided that he was from Brooklyn for the rest of the night. And it was yeah. very funny. Um, uh, it, was, it, was, yeah. it was really good. And, That's uh, just
1: what he does. It is so great. He,
0: he is so quick-witted. We will be coming up with themes for the show. And uh, Matt's like, Yeah. I can work with anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he'll give and his he, ideas, but he doesn't really care which one we pick because he'll he can do he any can of it. He can just run
1: with anything too. Yeah, yeah. He he like you know most of us I think come prepared to the show with like homework most of the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He improvises everything. Everything, everything you hear right. on the show, everything is inexplicably everything. improvised, and I don't I don't get it. I am so jealous of his ability to do that. It is just the coolest thing and just really speaks to how clever and smart he is. In addition to how hilarious he is. I just, I, I'm always in awe.
0: We've been friends with this guy for a long, long time, decades, and he I've
2: got I've I've two, two, two decades two,
0: two decades. decades yeah two, two decades
2: decades god we are old
0: we oh, we are old god. but matt has always had this uh quick wit and cleverness and while he you know has definitely changed as a human being over the length of time that we've known him and and his interests have yes. changed his abilities to quickly come up with something funny out of nothing um, within seconds is has always been a, a staple of things that he is capable of doing. And I will never not be in awe of, of this hilarious, super intelligent individual. And uh, I am uh, lucky as shit to know him. Um, and I am so much less funny standing next to him by comparison, but I take it. That's fine. Because (laughs) I get to enjoy Matt Krua. I get to enjoy, like, Matt can't enjoy himself, uh, but he can, uh, but I sure as hell can. So just standing next to him, I'm uh, it's it's uh, just a hilarious time all the time. Um, But uh, like we said, like, hilarity isn't the only thing He is uh, good at it's not the only strong personality uh, type that he has, uh, though it is definitely a good one. And we'll have more stories to tell about how funny he is as we go along. But uh, as we alluded, the guy is super intelligent. He's really smart. Yeah. And um, he uh, he knows so much and uh, can pull so much information off the top of his head. He's a teacher by trade. Um, and, uh, you know, you, you don't become that without knowing some stuff.
2: No, no. And I mean, just like I think especially now in this day and age, anybody who wants to be a teacher and who is a teacher and a successful teacher has something special in them, because in this day and age, that's a hard thing. To be and to be and yeah. to be good and and to still care about the little shits of the world because let's be real, kids
1: today are, are little. There are little shits today, and, and, and he's teaching teenagers, and teenagers yeah. are, the worst, are the worst. the worst level <laughs> <world> of <laughs>
0: evolution. Oh god, um. <laughs> the worst <laughs> level of evolution of, of part, human is teenagers.
1: Seriously, yeah, but. You know, he somehow is just steadfastly dedicated. And you know, it's not even just like showing up to work and like reading from the curriculum and assigning the homework. No, wanting them to be
2: invested in the Uh, curriculum and what he's teaching. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Like, he he made up an entire, like, board game system. Right. That's one of the things that comes to mind. uh, Like, for, it was Hunger Games, wasn't it? It was Hunger Games. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, his first year, he made up an entire, like, board game, like, multi-week lesson plan for his students based entirely around the Hunger Games and, like, kids in his class were tributes and, like, they had to try and get favor from other kids in the class to vote for them and stuff. And, like, that takes... That's a lot of effort to put into a lesson hell yeah, plan. yeah. Right?
0: The guy is creative like, as hell. and And, you know... He's creative. He's quick. He's funny. He knows how to make uh, how to make uh, a subject really strike with with his uh, his students. I wish that I could have had a teacher like Matt. I and I tell people this all the time when I when I talk about Matt and how I say he's a teacher. Like I wish I had a teacher like Matt growing up. I never had anyone God, quite for like him. Sure. Uh, yeah. But he is he cares so much about people in general, um, but uh, he cares about his students and making sure that they do well and and wanting them to have a good lot in life uh, so much. He's such a good teacher. Um, and, uh, you know, he's.
2: Yeah. Caring that they make it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. Be- beyond his class, caring and making and making it trying to give them as much as he can so that they can make it beyond him and and in the world. And I mean, it's, it is a, it is a hard world for, for teenagers nowadays to Uh make it in. Uh Uh Uh-huh. That's Uh the thing. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh, the fact that he cares so much about these kids, like, he is a model teacher. Mm
1: -hmm. Like,
2: like. When you think about what a, a good teacher is, and not just someone who's like, "Oh, I'm just doing it for a paycheck," he doesn't just do it for a paycheck. Because if he just did it for a paycheck, with the he's situation, he's in the wrong yeah, line. Yeah, exactly. Of business, <laughs> of wrong line of business. And the fact that he cares so much that he keeps doing it after the last couple of years of absolute bullshittery in the teaching industry, mm-hmm. but he's still going and he's still dedicated to his kids through all of the bullshit going on. Yeah, like that is dedication. They don't make them like that when it comes to They speaking. really <laughs> don't.
0: They don't. and, you know, and go, ahead. go ahead, Cody. No, you go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't have no, anything specific. I was going to meander I, for a second, but go I, ahead.
1: Yeah, no, I was, I was just going to say, you mentioned that, you know, Matt truly cares about people. And I think, you know, you don't really get a greater example of that than his work as a teacher. And what's cool is, like, other teachers have recognized that. I know he was nominated for like a teacher of the quarter or teacher oh, yeah. of the year award. Mm-hmm. Um, Didn't he win it and he wasn't there for it? No, you know, I don't think he did win it because oh, like okay. they don't have taste, but
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> um, He hasn't won it yet.
1: He hasn't won it yet, but I really foresee him being um a winner several times over. Um and, you know, it's it's he even has like aspirations for being a teacher sort of beyond just you know oh i'm just gonna teach this grade and do that for the rest of my life and even if he did do that of course he would be the best that he possibly could at it because that's just who he is um but you know i know that he does have like aspirations to get like a phd which goes back to how fucking intelligent dude and and dedicated this man is absolutely Um, You know, and he's he's talked with me about being like, you know, the secretary of education. And I think he's joking when he says it, but I believe he could fucking do it.
0: Dude. Absolutely. (laughs) Like that guy kills it in pretty much anything that he does. Um, And he's so smart and he's so dedicated and he so cares about his kids, which is the most important element of. Of anything like that he totally could do that i would absolutely love to see that I someday. Think
1: the country would be in real good hands if he were yes. at the helm
0: absolutely absolutely and like he has students come up to him and uh tell him how much he has changed their life and he gets uh you know letters like that every year and rightfully so um so like you know this guy really puts people first in pretty much everything. Um, he could care less about having shiny things. He, he gives no fucks about shiny things. But he gives a lot of fucks about people, and especially kids, and the people that he, he loves. And uh, it really shows through, um, especially in his teaching – And, uh, you know, again, I just I wish I had a teacher like Matt, even as an adult, even like (laughs) fuck growing up uh, with a teacher like that. Like, I wish I had that, but I would take one now, (laughs) you know, as a a nearly 40 year old man. So uh, so, yeah.
1: Yeah. And you know, like not just as a teacher, he doesn't just care as a teacher, he cares on like a human level. And so I think anybody that he's friends with, and even people that he's not friends with, because like, he cares about so much, and he wants like, good things and just things to happen for everybody, that, you know, he, he makes you feel that, you know, you are valued, and Mm -hmm. that you matter, and that you're cared about. Um, you know, I know that I could talk to Matt about anything and not only will he actually listen, but he will give me advice that indicates like, you know, that that's not judgmental. It indicates that he's, you know, actively listening and comes from a place of, you know, wanting what's best for me while also being pragmatic, you know? Yeah. Like I've never, I've never felt that when I talk to Matt about things that bother me, that he's just telling me what I want to hear or right. what he thinks will make me feel better um, you know I feel like his, his the conversations we have um, really come from a place of genuine love and kindness and wanting me to flourish for sure you know and um, that's
0: just the that's the kind of guy he is. Uh, he is, yeah. Like, I mean, if if you're a a, a piece of shit person, like if you're a, a, <laughs> a if if you are the kind who will take someone for uh, who they are and put them down or not welcome them, like he has no place for you uh, no. because and
2: he, and he will tell you absolutely so to he, your face he
0: will throw you out immediately upon uh, y- yep. you know you say something anti-trans or or uh, anti-lgbtq uh, in general or anti-woman uh, or, or anything like racist that racist like, or
2: something that is not p pe- like he's a very pc person
0: absolutely and if you have uh, if you want someone uh, to have an ally like matt is uh is just uh, you know Maybe I'm not the best person to talk about this as a, a, a cis hetero white male who does not have uh, n- nearly the problems to f- uh, have to face in the world, um, un- you know, that, as unjust as that but is. But we,
2: we all, all of us have a lot of friends. Absolutely. That are a part of that community. And so we've seen firsthand, well, well, we have not experienced this firsthand with Matt. We have seen it firsthand when he. Uh, discusses like friends, family and so on and so mm-hmm. forth and we understand like we can see it from the outside looking in type of situation. Absolutely. Like he is an ally. Like like he's probably one of the best allies. Like if you need an ally, he's probably one of the best ones to go to. I agree.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I've I've said this before and uh you know, I I'll will say it again. This guy puts his money where his mouth is. Uh if he believes in something, he will uh he there are no there's nothing that will prevent him from um, really fighting for it. Uh, he goes to protests to, to fight for mm-hmm. uh, injustices that have no impact on him whatsoever. Um, he, uh, you know, it's just he thinks that people should be treated very fairly and he will go do that. He mm-hmm. he uh, will fight tooth and nail for people that he does not even know. For uh, laws and and rights that have nothing to do with him, um, he he's just he's just such a good person that um, you know. Uh, a lot of times, I will I I would love to be able to be that level of of a good person um, that that with that kind of strength of conviction and stuff like that. I I try, but like that guy you see it you see it when you talk to him and uh it's really impressive and um You know, but we've gone on a lot of tangents here, but I think they're very good tangents. And this is one of them that, uh, you know, he he just truly cares about people. He cares about his kids. He cares about his friends. He, uh, you know, like talk about caring about uh, his friends and the uh, the quick witted uh, nature of him and how he's just really puts his all into a lot of things. He officiated my wedding
1: right
2: yeah, with a comic with book. a
0: comic book in the mattest way possible he yeah,
2: not just any comic book no 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 uh, x-men at the texas state yeah Fair. dude yeah that
0: dude is uh
2: oh my god well dressed like a priest yeah i completely forgot about that that he did that that he surprised you guys
1: at that he
0: did yeah he went and made sure he got the costume because he wanted to go all yeah. out
1: he went and bought a collar and everything. He did. Yeah. And like Oh god! When he walked
2: out the room in that, and he didn't tell any of us that he was doing that. Like, I don't think he told anybody that was there. So sure was didn't tell me. All of
1: us. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> it was definitely a surprise. He he told me because, oh. um, you know, I he just did, um, <laughs> and and we were laughing about it. I'm like, I really can't wait to see Cody's reaction. It's gonna be really good. It was so good. Um. <laughs> um But, you know, like, I I will say Matt improvises a lot just to kind of give you an idea of how, like, seriously and how much that, like, like, how much that weighed on his shoulders. That's the only time I've ever really seen him, like, take the time to, like, write out what he wants to say.
0: He did have a script, yeah.
1: Because he wanted it to be as special as he possibly could. For his good friend Cody,
0: absolutely, and and uh,
1: it was incredibly touching. It was an incredibly well thought or well thought out, um, incredibly kind, incredibly like unique. Um, you know, because he thought about you and he mm-hmm. thought about Brooke. Um, you know, he didn't just you know love his patient, love his kind, blah blah blah. No, he he demonstrated how much he knows you, how much he knows Brooke, how much he knows both of you as a couple. And it was just an incredibly sweet thing. It um, was, and and you could tell he took the time to really think about everything because he wanted it to be perfect. I mean, you know that
0: I have at a perfect wedding. <laughs> yeah, no, well,
1: absolutely.
0: Uh, yeah, no, like he he wrote that down. Uh, he put it inside of uh inside of a comic book to read from. The most and holy book. The most Thank holy you. of books. <laughs> and uh, he he uh, it was very it was still funny because it's Matt um, and, and it's just what he's just tremendously good at. But it was also very touching. And it was also definitely he knew the two of us and he he wrote it as such. And it really fit. And I love it a lot. I don't even think I don't think Matt knows this, but um, I have the wave form of uh, his. His speech and and our vows um printed out and uh put in a frame that i have hung on my wall and if you press a button it plays the sound uh from the oh wedding oh my gosh uh, really? yeah i i i loved what he did so much that i i turned it into art on our wall
2: <laughs> uh, oh my god i need a video of that sure yeah I yeah,
0: yeah
1: i put that on twitter
0: <laughs> sure so uh so yeah Jeez. man it was really cool. You know,
1: and, and we've talked a lot about like, you know, how he cares about his friends, how he cares about his students and, um, you know, how he cares about others. But we haven't even touched on like how he cares about his family, how mm-hmm. he cares about his partner, um, you know, Absolutely. like.
0: Thanks to Matt, I was able to save 15% of my car insurance. <laughs> thank you. That's, that is very good. Thank, See you, thank again. you. He cares about thank people. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you, Dylan. But, yeah, man, uh, absolutely what Nikki said. Um, You know, there are many times that he'll have to, you know, his uh, sister or his mom need him for something. So he'll drop whatever it is he's doing and he will go help them. Yeah, they Uh, come
2: first. Yeah, absolutely. There have been
0: times when uh, he has not been on the show because he was helping them. And that is the correct decision. Uh, so we, we can make fart jokes at any time, but if your your family needs you, you know, go, please go do that. Um, and, uh, you know, we also, he had a hand in raising his nephew, um, Mm -hmm. which, uh, is just cool as hell. Uh, and you know, he's, he's had a very strong presence in, in this young man's life, um, for his entire life. And it's, Mm -hmm really impressive to see the the person he has become and uh yeah. that is not in small part um to uh to matt that is absolutely know. i mean obviously his mom and his dad had a much stronger well, impact but but matt for, they, for they, sure. they for were there sure. too yeah I they, yeah
1: I, <laughs> they they you know i guess they took part in raising their, their kid. son, kid that <laughs> really um was the driving force behind mm-hmm. <laughs> everything that you can credit this this kid to he taught so. that kid
0: who does spider-man kick dr octopus that was like one of the first things i remember him teaching him and that's very oh, yeah. important thing uh so now that that kid knows and will always know that spider-man oh, he... kicks dr octopus
1: you know, he's probably going to grow up and be smarter than Matt because of Matt's mm-hmm. influence. <laughs> For sure.
0: <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, he also, um, we can talk about, uh, speaking of, you know, this guy puts his all into everything um, to, to the point that, you know, there, there are some things that uh, maybe have not been released because he is a, a very strong perfectionist and wants everything to be very, very right. And they will come out when they're ready. But He um, puts so much effort, especially when it comes to entertaining the people that he loves, Um, and uh, in some cases that is his family. Um, And, like, you know, the the D&D world that we have been uh, participating in this uh, last couple years— has been entirely developed by him. And we are not the only D&D world that he has created. He Every Christmas does D&D with, uh, with his um, roommate's uh parents he goes over to their house and he he makes up a new D campaign and plays it.
1: Every Christmas, Every right? Christmas. They do a DD one shot that he DMs.
0: Yeah. And which
1: is a ton of work. Like yeah you know, dude. the guy's an improv master, I get it, but like DMing for Dungeons and Dragons is a very involved process. You have to mm-hmm. create, you know, we have to create one character. Mm-hmm. One. He has to create however many characters are going to be in uh, known episode. in the game yeah. and then on the fly he has to come up with characters that people might talk to.
0: Absolutely. And he's so and quick.
1: He, he does he's so it. quick. And and he has to come up with the story. He has to come up with whatever like quest hooks, plot hooks that he wants his players to pick up upon, pick up on um you know, he has to come up with everything. And to do that every year for as as like a Christmas gift is just so thoughtful and selfless
0: it is and he tries so hard and he, he he wants to make such a good uh good job because you know one he likes to entertain in general but when it comes to entertaining mm. the people that he loves he he puts so much more effort into it like our dnd campaigns as much effort as i have put <clears throat> into editing them Matt has more than doubled the amount of work coming up with the world that we play in and uh, it's you know I-, I appreciate that wholeheartedly and I know that even if we weren't producing it as a show and putting it up on the internet for all of you to listen to um, he would still want to do it because it is creating a world that he can entertain uh, the the three of the people that he loves very, very dearly, uh, for because Dylan's a part of it, and um, and also you know, the stuff that he does for his uh roommate's family, he loves that family, it's been a part of his family since he was a young man. Um, he just loves doing for the people that he cares about, and I think that's a very admirable quality,
1: absolutely,
0: <clears throat> and uh, you know. Just to kind of go off on that, he also puts a lot of work into can, can we say the streams? Because like
2: yeah. dude,
0: he puts a lot of work into that stream. Uh like our oh, audience does. exists. So
2: meticulous about it. Yeah.
0: Our community on Discord and a lot of the audience we have now would not exist if it weren't for the amount of effort that he puts into his stream and uh and, and it yet is,
2: makes it look so effortless. It really at the same does. time. Like, he puts so much effort into the streams and making sure that they are, like, that you can, everything is well going across, like, with the, with the like, where are the words I'm looking for? Technical stuff, words, yeah. buffering, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> good video quality, good audio quality, that the game is working correctly. Getting That's cameos the, the,
0: for his bumps. Yeah.
2: The cameo! Oh my goodness! Oh my god! The effort that he puts into the bumps alone. That one day we were all sitting there uh, when he was doing the 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 subathon, and like he spent like two hours just looking through clips. He didn't even yeah. finalize that sucker. I was just looking through clips yeah. to make sure everything was perfect. And, and
1: not even just like the bumps. Like he puts together like videos to introduce whatever ridiculous concept he's come up with from Final 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 Fantasy Fantasy Feud. Feud. Final Family
2: Feud bump is amazing.
1: right? His
0: Hey Dude block was hilarious. The
1: Hey Dude stuff was amazing. Yeah. You know, he's just so ridiculously creative. And anytime, like, he has an idea and he runs with it, it's just (laughs) always hilarious. It never fails to bring a smile to my face. And I always am just like, man, like please check this out because it is just the funniest thing. It Absolutely. is the coolest thing. It is the maddiest thing. Um,
2: that, the,
0: the trivia the that he did. The maddiest.
1: I like that. <laughs> that
0: the, the, he made some trivia games not that long ago. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe about a year ago at this point. And, like, it was so well done. <laughs> yeah. Dude. But, uh, yeah, it's just he puts his all into everything, and it's uh, very apparent. And um, even though he makes it seem effortless, like y- you can't get the quality, the level of quality that that you get without, you know, really caring and really trying. And, and he really, really does. And uh, I thank him because, you know, our, our shows wouldn't be where they were without his uh, his effort. And I, not everyone that listens necessarily came from the streams. But, um, you know, we definitely have a a very interactive audience now, um, because of him and, uh, I, I appreciate it. It's, you know, we've been doing this a long time, so it's, it's good to be able to interact with the, the, the humans that listen. And, um, I'm, I'm glad that, that he's done this kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Uh, but yeah, so, uh, also, um, do you guys remember? Because even before there were the podcasts, before there was the streams, Matt uh, still would put his all for the for his friends uh, in things. And we all met on a, a message board, uh, a voice acting message board. Yeah. And he introduced us to the game of Mafia, which the yes. world knows oh now, but we didn't know what yeah. it was back then because he would he would craft these worlds. <laughs>
1: He would essentially
2: we, DM those games. Yeah, absolutely. But he had amazing Mafia games back in the day. They were so all cool. Start, like, he, he started them, and then, like, he helped everybody kind of create their own. So that was the other thing. Like, he, mm-hmm. he brought them to us, and then he held everybody's hands and helped us all create our own versions of Mafia mm-hmm. that w- worked, and... Then he got Create Your Own Mafia. That was always fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's something he kicked off. He know? did. That was something he we, he you, would have you, a Create create Your Own Mafia where he was the DM and everybody told them what he wanted to be. And then he had to find a way in like a couple of day spans to take all the characters that he wanted to be and create a balanced game with with abilities and powers for everybody in the game
0: absolutely yeah, yeah. And, somehow
1: and if you like you didn't even have to come to the game prepared with like a fully fleshed out concept you could no. come to a game and say um well the character i want is tyra banks and he would come up with yeah you know three powers that you might or might not have had and then decide whether you are a villain I... or a neutral person who wins when you are the only person left or um just a member of the town
2: like, i can still remember two of the characters i created and what and the powers he made for me Oh yeah, uh, the one was I—I I was Jean Grey,
1: because
2: because uh-huh. it's Jean—it's Jean Grey. And I was,
1: was like, "Ha ah, Regen- I was Emma Frost, and we were like at odds with each other. I don't remember because I died very early on. <laughs> oh, no. But the problem—the <laughs> well, problem
2: was—is that my power that I never got to use was I would come back to life the day after I died. Oh yeah, and the game—and the game ended the no. day i was supposed to come back to life and i never got to use it but then the other Dude. one i did was i told him i want to be a crazy cat lady and he wrote me a, and he wrote me a power about how the stench of the cat piss from my house would chase anybody away that tried to come near and attack me
1: oh
2: that's amazing <laughs> i remember but like, that
1: <laughs> but like your character died right and what i really remember from those mafia games is oh God, the, he would the say okay the, the day is deaths. over uh, you know, results forthcoming. And then, like, an hour later, he would have a, like, very short story explaining, you know, how, you how that person was chosen and how they yeah. died and, like, you know, what they looked like maybe if they were still, you know, if their body was still there. Right. Um, and he would do that for every day and night cycle. And yeah. it was always just incredibly entertaining. It really helped you, like, it helped build up hype, but it helped you feel really immersed in this you know what should be a silly little mafia game but his were always just leaps and bounds ahead of everybody else because of the sheer amount of effort and creativity put into it it was so easy how did we
2: not know that he was going to become like an amazing creative writer yeah this kind of stuff oh i mean like
1: i remember (laughs) even back in the day like for valentine's day he would go and write these like really dark uh, poems about like actual hearts not like the shape but like the human heart <laughs> or um like you know metal lyrics and sometimes he would just even post short stories on his live journal that he just came up with um and so you know I'm not surprised that like he's managed to turn all like that creativity into a lot of creative endeavors and even into like his hosting personas at like GDQs or when he's streaming or even his ability just to roll with any punch that's thrown his way Um, because that's just he's always had that sort of innate creative
0: talent absolutely yeah dude like he there was a like uh microsoft paint drawn point and click adventure game of sorts that that he Kyle adventure about that yeah he would draw a picture and then ask everyone what they wanted to do and then we would all say what we wanted to do and then he would draw the next picture and it it's
2: like in the moment it's just like nothing like just like like we would see, like we would post a picture, and then within ten minutes, someone would say something, and he'd have a whole new picture ten minutes later. Yeah,
0: like, yeah, dude, uh, he's kind I of mean, a whiz with, with Microsoft really, Paint. <laughs>
1: he really is. I remember he and I collaborated to draw brother and sister Berenstein bear. Uh, beating <laughs> up Iron Man. Um, <laughs> oh, I
0: vaguely remember that. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. I, 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 I have that picture that somewhere. Picture. I'll try to find it so it goes in the show notes. Sure. The Iron Man, and Iron Man, like, was cowering and shaking, and it was just incredible, and it is just <laughs> something I still think about to this day, and I just it never fails to, like, make me crack a smile or giggle a little bit. <laughs> but, like, you know, it was incredible super detailed and you know on, on the subject of kyle adventure it you know we gave him some real dumb ideas we really
0: did and he he really really went with ideas. it <laughs>
1: someone i remember somebody suggested poop sock yeah and he was just like i guess this is happening now yeah. um and somehow managed to turn it into not the worst thing imaginable yeah um <laughs> yeah which, oh yeah you know not many people could to turn it around like that but he managed to right the ship huh
0: yeah he and he gave us like a sunflower dog creature named skull demolition it that's was, right yeah it was a <laughs> oh, lot I of fun
1: skull demolition
0: yeah it, like i i know he ran a similar he's you know uh, there's the forum that we came from and there was another forum that he had close friends with as well and they're kind of merging nowadays but he ran both and uh he ran the game in both of the forums, and I remember he said that we were a lot more violent than the, than yeah. the other forum was.
1: Yeah, he was like, "These games are very, very different. One has a <laughs> lot more violence and a lot more shit, and uh, the other doesn't." <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Whoops. Uh, well, that's fine. <laughs> he he's been our friend a long time, so it didn't scare him off. But um, but yeah, so like. These are just some examples of all of the creative shit that this guy does. He, uh, I know that for the, like, his, um, close real life, uh, I say real life friends, but we're his real life friends as well. But like the people around him, he will try to his local be friends. Uh, local friends. He tries to uh, be really creative around like gift giving and stuff. And I know that he uh, has one particular friend named uh, Adam uh, that he tries to get um, a lot of really uh, just weird ass instruments. And I remember he yeah, was real excited to get him an automaton before anyone knew what an automaton was.
2: And now everybody knows what an automaton is. Yeah,
0: and if you don't, it's a weird, like little, almost flute guitar-shaped thing with it an looks adorable like a adorable face. I
2: was gonna say if a musical note was a, was lie, Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what it looks like.
1: It's a really good description. Yeah,
0: yeah. that is the perfect description, and it's uh, notoriously difficult to play, um, be- <laughs> because it's kind of like a like a uh, uh, the thing that you play by not touching it that's in all the sci-fi things i forget exactly what it's called
1: theremin Uh,
0: theremin yeah it's kind of like that and that it's very hard to be precise um but uh it was just really cute and fun to play and uh and he's like ah perfect this is i'm getting this for adam uh and i i still remember that to this day um yeah, he does he does a lot of just really really clever, really sweet things. He gets his uh partner just flowers for no reason like all the time. Yeah, just cuz. Yeah, just cuz. Just just cuz he's thinking about her. Yeah, he cares about that lady uh, a whole lot and uh and you know, it's really, you know, I don't know, really just really sweet. Uh but yeah. Um Man, we've uh, we have said so much about this man, but not nearly enough. Uh, I have a, a lot of different stories. I remember we were in uh, New York um, at one point, and uh, th- there were there are two stories I remember from from this this trip. Um very, very strongly. There was one we went to uh the Plaza Hotel and <laughs> oh my God. in their guest book drew a map of Kevin McAllister's uh traps all along. Yeah, the what floor. he what he would set <laughs> on that
1: floor, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, and that was entirely he just picked it up and just started doing it, and <laughs> we're like, yep. "What are you doing?" He's like, oh, "You know this," and so we, we played along as well, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, there's also the the, the love making raucous story of the next door neighbors where you wrote. Uh, it. I think I have letters. the
1: content. Like, I have the text of that letter. Um, if you can read yeah, it, we I should. We should. Write. I know you took a picture of it. Yeah. And I, I think I have yeah. a picture of it. Yeah, yeah. We should yeah.
0: read that if you can find it.
1: Yeah, give me
0: just a sec. But there was also, like, he, uh, I know that he is not fearless, but a lot of times you would be, uh, you wouldn't know it. Cause, like, uh, I remember um, that same trip, we had to wait for a shuttle that would pick us up at the. It took so long. It took so so long. It
1: was so cold. It was
0: a freezing cold trip. And so you had to wait for the shuttle to come. And it was late all the time to take you to the airport so that you could hop on uh, a subway to get into town. Well, uh, while we were waiting and just shivering, Matt's like, fuck it. And then he just rips off his shirt and (laughs) and gets down into his underwear. And I'm like, oh, my God. And he's like, no. Ah!" Yeah,
1: I am not. I am motivated by this ice or whatever the fuck he said. Yeah, it was. They're like,
2: hilarious. Oh, God, and... why did I have to go on a family trip for that? Right? You, did you? Now? you
0: should have been there. <laughs> yeah. uh, because
2: I, because I, I booked the trip to Florida, and then you guys were like, "We're going to New York." And I'm like,
0: "Fuck!"
2: I promised my grandparents I would get them a we discount. We picked
1: New York because you were so close.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> no. <laughs> it just it didn't it didn't work out. Uh, it was a really weird timing. But, yeah, yeah and then there was a, another instance um, that is fairly similar. Uh, we'll get back to the New York trip in a minute and read that the, the text. But um, we <laughs> so we all went to uh, Universal Studios together on our very first time where most of us, at least where <gasps> I met okay. all of you guys in person. And we went to Universal Studios, and we got on the earthquake ride. And uh, Oh, my
1: God, the earthquake. <laughs> right?
0: And, like, there's this really long portion in the beginning where everyone has to um, sit through kind of, like, here are some models and, you know, all, all that kind of stuff showing the movie magic. And it got kind of boring, so... <laughs> Matt just walked through the doors as they opened up to uh, let us into the other room and and let the other people go on to the ride. He just kind of walked through and sat there. So when we got there, he was just already in the seat. Um, He's like, oh, I didn't (laughs) see the last set of stuff. (laughs) And we were in the first uh, sort of bench of one of the cars. And the way they are positioned is you face
2: each other you face
0: each other there's the one car it's like a subway there's one car in front of another car and there are seats and that will face each other the
2: other yeah so they were in the back of the car in front of us right and we were in the car the first of the next car yes. yeah so we were facing each other like waving so and stuff. <laughs> the
0: l- <laughs> there's a part where the lights shut off <laughs> Yeah, and the lights shut off, and when the lights come back on, all of a sudden, Matt and the uh, two of our friends that were on, with him didn't have their shirts on anymore. They're like, what the <laughs> fuck happened? The earthquake was so strong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that's hilarious. That was really good. It, cool. was.
1: it was, was. real good. Uh,
0: but yeah, Nikki, why don't you read this letter that Matt and uh, we we helped a little bit with it? But uh, wrote, we did wrote to definitely. The
1: yeah so to set this the the scene um our the people across the hall from us were uh having sex to celine dion Mm -hmm. and celine dion's music was incredibly loud it was like we were in the room um And, you know, every once in a while you would hear, you know, the sweet dulcet sounds of orgasms Mm -hmm. um, or impending orgasms, I guess. And so we decided that the most insulting thing of all was that they were forcing us to listen to Celine Dion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we wrote them this note. Dear sirs and or madams, it has come to our attention that your raucous lovemaking is both disgusting and heinously inappropriate, we do not appreciate your inappropriate and unbecoming usage of Grammy award-winning artist Celine Dion's <laughs> exquisite catalog of music. Your repugnant and obscene lascivious actions have brought hotel morale to an all-time low. <laughs> I forgot about that part. <laughs> we implore, or sorry, we implore you to cease post-haste all such lewd actions until such time as you leave the premises. We wish you all the best in your future sexual endeavors um oh my gosh warm regards your neighbor mr
0: rogers (laughs) uh it's funny i love it it's you know i and it doesn't hurt anybody like you know no one got hurt they were maybe a little bit i mean celine
1: dion probably would have been hurt yeah
0: yeah that's true (laughs) Yeah, it's like, this is not what I intended this song for. Your heart will go on, but it's supposed to go on in a loving, not lustful way. <laughs> uh, but, yeah.
1: But also, I just really didn't want to hear Celine Dion anymore. Yeah, so. no.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, uh, th- those are uh, some some of my... What are some stories that, that you guys remember that uh, that that occurred... Anything off the top I, of your head that aren't so these? So I'll never
1: forget like the first time I met Matt in person. I so I I say met, but I use air quotes because like it was at AWA 2004, and um, I had just met a couple of people, and we were brought over to this other group. Like Lucian was there, and um, I don't know if like Edwin was there yet, but there was like a bunch of people, some of whom we don't really talk to anymore. And then there was Matt talking to somebody else kind of 15 feet away and just kind of staring. And I was like, who the fuck is this asshole staring at me? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then we were introduced to him and I was like, oh, this is Matt. And um, I know that he talked about this um, during my honey roast. But like, you know, over the course of uh, that convention, um, we hung out a lot um and then we did go and have that lunch at um you know the sports bar I don't remember the name of the restaurant but like he was just so easy to talk to and just so effortlessly funny and like you know there's not a whole lot of people that when you talk to them you just feel like that friendship sort of click oh yeah with him it it did um I can make friends anywhere (laughs) he really can But I came away from that conversation just like, or that, that lunch, just kind of thinking like, you know, sometimes, you know, you make friends on the internet and they're just kind of like a blip, um, in your life. And then sometimes you go, oh, hey, I remember that person. I hope they're still alive. Um, but like with Matt, he was definitely someone I came away from that lunch thinking, I'm pretty sure I just made a lifelong friend.
0: And you were right. And I was right. <laughs> yeah, that guy, um, it, uh, like I said, he can make friends just fucking anywhere with, uh, like, he's just so easy to talk to. Uh, he really so, is. He's easy to talk so, yeah. to, and
2: he's just so outgoing about it, too. Yeah. Like, like I, that's one, probably one of the hardest things to do is actually make a new friend and he's just got so many friends that he makes it's like i don't know how he keeps up with it <laughs>
0: he gets so energized by people and like that is uh like not me <laughs> like i have a social battery uh very much like i love the people that i love and and, and uh you know um all the more power to him but like you know i'll get drained being social for too long uh but that guy just gets more and more energized and uh it's it's really kind of impressive to watch so but yeah anyway i'm sorry i didn't mean to to step all over your story nikki
1: no 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 that that was just you know that was it i just you know came away from that just thinking like man like I'm just really happy that I, I feel like I made a good friend from this. And I mean, you know, we've hung out so much ever since. We've done so many, you know, trivia nights, so many escape rooms. You know, I'll I'll never forget, like, you know, being in that escape room where um in, in Georgia where we were split into three groups. Oh, and I remember he he and I shared a brief glance for a second because we weren't sure that we were going to be together. Or if we were gonna be with these randos because the the game master was like, Well, I might split you guys up and he and I just shared a look like, Oh, oh this no. is gonna be real bad if if we're stuck with one of them. Cause I think I think all of us kind of knew mm-hmm. that like They needed our help, but they weren't (laughs) going to be receptive to our help.
0: They put them in the most important room in the entire, like, you're split into three rooms and the middle room has to communicate between the two rooms on the sides. And that's the room that they were put into and they had never done an escape room before. So (laughs) that was a bad choice. Why
1: would you put the newbies in the professional room? Right? Yeah. But, like, you know, he's just, he's just an incredible asset in any on any team i feel like anytime we've won escape rooms it's largely been because his intellect has gotten us there like he picks up on patterns he sees things um you know he manages to catch whatever hidden references there like certainly before me um you know and i don't want to say like certainly but you know ahead of anybody else because that's like mean to you guys um, but like he yeah usually he picks before me up. yeah
0: <laughs>
1: same um, and just I remember the first time we did an escape room he was like really excited because we hadn't done it before and by the end of it once we like you know left and you know had all our questions answered and um, were like leaving he was like that was one of the most exhilarating things I've ever done um, and it was just really cool to see him just so excited and happy and um, you know seeing that he really found a passion in in that Um, I mean
2: the goal the dream for our our lives is to all get together and own our
1: own escape
2: room business Yes. Oh my gosh. I I think you guys have
1: talked about like a 24 hour escape room with like food service. Yeah. No, I'm like, like
2: everybody had like different ideas for it. Like my idea is escape room weddings. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah.
0: We, we, like,
2: like like, we need to have like our own. And like Matt would be like the puzzle maker. Let's be real. Yeah. Like he would, he'd be the one that would be coming up with like the most ingenious and, and yet. Kind of evil puzzles for escape rooms.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, you, you know, he, he's, he would never do something like a Kaizo Mario block or something like it, it, that. You're just supposed to fail to find out that it's there. He doesn't no, like no, making no. people fail in order to be able to no, solve it. they things. would not
2: be fail. It, it'd be one of those things that it's like, tricky. When, it, when you. It'd be so tricky, and then when you got it done, you'd be like, "God,
0: I was so, I so stupid
2: so... to not realize." It feels so stupid, but then you feel so but...
0: smart when you figure smart. it out, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's that's what he would do. Uh, we, we had the idea of like, what if we bought Alcatraz and turned that into escape rooms? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish. Right. But yeah, I mean, this guy—he is uh, just has the biggest heart. He cares so much about the people that he loves. He um, is so thoughtful and uh, just really believes in what he believes in. He is creative. He puts his heart and and uh, whole self into the things that he does. And um, he, like, I can't say enough nice things about this guy. Um, but we have to, cause we have like four minutes left in the episode, but, uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm, I'm glad that we get, we're, we're doing this for him now because, uh, he needs to know that we just love the shit out of that guy and are so lucky to have him in our lives. Um, and, uh, my life is, uh, very different because he is in it for the better. And, um, I can't imagine, you know, a life without, any of you in it, Um, but, uh, you know, I definitely can't, he, he is included in that, Um, so, so, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I,
1: I, I remember when he went to Costa Rica, he wasn't having the best time, right, and so I remember he reached out, and we were talking, and he just said, you know, this really makes me realize how much I love, and appreciate, and care for all of you, and so he was, he was talking about the three of us mm-hmm. um and you know I, I told him like hey you know when I think about the course of my life um you know and you know we've talked we've had fleeting ideas kind of all of us like oh well we're gonna move to this place so we're gonna have a voice actor house so we're gonna have whatever and you know live all you know separate or close the distance and not be separate friends anymore um you know we we have those conversations and Um, you know, they're, they're jokes, but like, you know, nothing would make me happier than knowing that I could be around the people that I care about most and just be able to go knock on their door whenever the fuck I feel like it. Dude. Um, Yes. (laughs) Um, and you know, I told him and, and he is absolutely one of those people. I don't see my life not having him in it. Um, I'm very fortunate to call him one of my best friends I'm very fortunate that, you know, I decided, oh, I wonder if I can, I wonder if there's like Ronma One Half radio
0: plays, (laughs)
1: you know, and that, that led me to finding this really ridiculous world that allowed me to become such good friends with all of you. Um, I'm incredibly grateful for that track in my life. Um, And, you know, knowing Matt is an honor and a privilege and I love him very much. And, you know, thanks for, for being an amazing friend.
0: Absolutely. Agreed.
1: Yeah. Agreed.
2: I mean, for me, I I I think out of all of us, I probably know Matt the longest because I started uh in the community actually around the same time as him. I think we both figured out once upon a time that we started like within like a month of each other type of situation. So, like, as long as I've been doing voiceover work, I have known Matt. And uh, admittedly, we might not have started off back in the early 2000s, because God, we're all old, uh, <laughs> on, on the the most, like, the same foot that we are now. But over the years, I am very thankful that uh, we didn't let uh, maybe getting off on the wrong foot with each other. Uh, affect our friendship because I am so thankful that we did become as good friends as we are because Mm. again, I can't picture what it would be like without him because I mean, he gives me like so much joy, I guess you could say like there are times when I'll just turn on the stream. I won't be talking or anything like that, but I'll just have it on just because I need somebody to make me smile or make me laugh. And Matt is a, a really big asset in that department when it comes, especially late at night when like there's no one else around and I'm just not feeling like super great and i just see that he's streaming so i turn it on and i watch him Suck at a, a, a Super NES game <laughs> and, and be really funny about how much he sucks do at it because the game sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- th- there, is, there is that. Yeah. <laughs> he,
0: he would have it no other way. Um, And yeah, like if you, uh, Amber just brought this up, Um, if you don't know the stream, which I imagine you do, but if you don't know his stream, uh, he is also trying to beat every single Super Nintendo game that was released in North America. What a fucking so.
2: ambitious
0: yeah. goal. He's, he's and a, he's still he's doing almost it. almost
2: halfway there he's almost halfway there i want to say yeah
0: he's still he's i don't forget exactly what number he's in but he's he's not never stopped doing it he's still doing it uh so uh twitch.tv slash cartridge blowers uh go go watch it it's it's a great time and and get to know the the man that we love so much um yourselves because uh it's truly uh a, a privilege um so yeah
2: Three twenty-four. Yeah.
0: He just he just finished game three twenty-four. There you go.
2: That's just right about that's half. Stuff, I think. Yeah. yeah. God, that's a lo- that's a lot of uh, super. Idiot. <sighs> <It> really <laughs> is.
0: Okay, I think we we have reached our hour. Does anyone have any uh, last words they like to say before we head out? I think. Lucky we've... Matt.
1: Yeah, I'm Matt, not Matt. <laughs> well. So- He'll be listening to this probably.
0: That's true. That's true. Thank you so much, Matt. We love you so much. Um, and we, we hope that you know that. And, um, you know, have a great night. <laughs>